That's Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett, a song lots of people know. And it's not really about uh, a destination, it's much more about a state of mind. And it introduces the next segment. Sydney-based reporter Helen Hayes speaks with Bruce Poontip, the Canadian-born founder of adventure travel company G Adventures. Bruce argues that the most transformational travel is to travel in your own country, where the money you spend benefits the local suppliers and, in turn, the economy. Bruce has produced a documentary to support his belief. I am talking to Bruce Poontip, who's the founder of G Adventures. Now, Bruce, thank you so much for joining Travel Writers Radio. It's an honour to talk to you, as always. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, you're the executive producer of a new documentary called The Last Tourist, which is out tomorrow. You've always advocated for people and planet through G Adventures. And I remember hearing you speak on the importance of group tours being really involved in local communities, hiring local people, spending in local businesses, staying in locally owned accommodation. So is that what drove you to do The Last Tourist? Yeah, I think it's, um, it is meant to be a message of hope for tourism, how hope can, and tourism could be, you know, more of a transformational industry. I mean, people are traveling to, you know, the poorest countries in the world, spending money on luxury holidays, but with how the present tourism structure is set up, local people aren't in the conversation and aren't benefiting. And, and I've had this message, I mean, G Adventures is 33 years old this year, and I've been, you know, have had this message for most of that time. Um, and, and there's a great interest, there's a great interest for, you know, my talks. And, and I just thought that this movie would be a great way to get the message out and educate people about the benefits and the transformational nature that travel offers people. Well, that's exactly right. It seems to be an expansion of, of what you've been talking about for a very long time and so beautifully and eloquently as well, might I add. So what are some of the key points the documentary promotes on the downside of things like mass tourism? Well, it addresses quite a few things. I mean, you know, the main thing is just, you know, I don't think it, I think one thing about the, the last tours is I don't think there's anything new in it. I think it just shows people and reveals, um, you know, what, the impacts of tourism, whether it's you know local, benefiting local economies or the mass tourism industry, um, where, where you know the destination is no longer relevant, and as an industry we we're starting to sell amenities and not the destination. I think that's just a very dangerous place to be uh, in the tourism industry, where people are going on holidays based on amenities because that's what's being promoted. Whether it's you know um, ten restaurants to choose from, you know indoor zip lining or um, Broadway shows or thread counts on sheets, um, it suddenly is a dangerous place when the destination is no longer important. So, you know, The Last Tourist is just, you know, you know, an awakening, I guess, of showing people you know, where tourism is going. And, you know, as the pandemic hit as well, um, people going back to travel now are a bit more reticent and it has to be more important for people to travel now. And I think that's a better place because more people are thinking, why why do they need to travel? And if I'm going to travel, it's got to be important to me. And it's more purposeful and meaningful. And I think that's that's what we need in tourism, for people to travel with more meaning and purpose when they decide they want to go on holiday. Well, that's right. I mean, people might think that they can't make a difference here, but that's not true. Individuals can make a difference. And how can they make a difference through their travel choices? Well, I mean, it starts with um, a local you know, where look, knowing where your money goes, right? Um, when you buy, you know, these all-inclusive 
you know, compound resort holidays or, you know, the ever-expanding, you know, cruise ship market where ships are getting bigger and bigger, um, you know, your money is, you know, not staying in the country and local people aren't benefiting from you being there. So, I mean, it's just asking questions and just, you know, being more mindful and conscious when you decide to travel. I mean, you know, you know, uh, there's very few people on the planet that get the opportunity. It's a very small number of people that have the benefit of going on holiday when you look at the, you know, the vast number of people on this earth. Um, and so when you decide to go on holiday, you, it, it, it should be a big decision and you should make the decision based on you know it, it being meaningful to you and you ha- being able to have a positive impact when you decide to go on holidays and that way travel can embrace this transformational possibility that it has as an industry well i guess one of the things that you've you know g adventures also promotes is um that when you're going to stay in a place if you are in a you know a third world country just check to see whether the accommodation is owned locally or is it a global conglomerate so you want the money to go local i mean it is really just being curious i mean when you the most the most powerful position you're in is you know the because you have disposable income and the ability to spend right and so when you decide you know where you want to go and you just have to ask a few questions and look where you're going and just ask the questions i mean it, it's, it doesn't take a lot of work it's just a different way of you know of you know booking your holiday because taking responsibility of your choices and being a conscious consumer and slow travel is one of the things that's emerged especially during um mm-hmm. the pandemic and that's something mm-hmm. that al- aligns with these beliefs right yeah, I mean, that's what we're seeing for sure coming out of COVID, that more and more you know, people are traveling uh, longer and wanting to go deeper in the countries they visit. And that's, and that's music to our ears at G-Adventures, but it should be the same for the travel industry as opposed to, you know, just before COVID, you know, there was, a, there was all kinds of pressure on the travel industry, whether it was over-tourism, you know, the flight shaming and carbon emissions, environmental causes or cultural impact of mass tourism. Um, you know, but we have an opportunity to come back better. And, you know, travelers, as I said, COVID hasn't gone away. Like, you know, we've just kind of gotten used to it. I mean, um, and now it's, there's inherent risk to travel, I guess. Um, and so hopefully it's mean, more meaningful to people. And, and the slow travel concept of people, you know, taking less holidays every year, kind of, uh, kind of, you know, it's a combination of all those pressures, whether it's the carbon emissions of flying or, you know, the cultural impact, you know, going into a country that, that means something to you wanting to learn something and have that cultural kind of exchange um and you travel you know staying longer in destinations and going deeper into the culture and the people and that's really what you know travel means well it's also interesting you mentioned um thread counts <laughs> i mean that is yeah. just so true and and if you're going to have an experience in a in a village in the middle of you know kenya or something you shouldn't be expecting or nor should you want you know, a high thread count. It shouldn't be about that at all, which is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's always astounded me. Like, as I, you know, Helen, you know, I've, I've had this message for 33 years. <laughs> but I mean, the idea that, you know, people don't want to leave the comforts of home uh, when they travel has always been um, odd to me. But, you know, I think that coming out of COVID again, um, there's this confusion about comfort and comfort zone. You know, um, you know that people don't want to leave their comfort zones when they travel. Then, then maybe they should rethink traveling um, because maybe it's not for you. Yeah. Um, as yeah. opposed to, you know, you can be comfortable 
anywhere you go, but you have to step out of your comfort zone. And those two things get confused sometimes, especially with sellers of travel who are trying to accommodate the needs of consumers, but at the same time have to educate them at the same time that, you know, you can be comfortable, but you're going to have to step out of your comfort zone. And if, if the threat counts on sheets is really, you know, that important to you, um, yeah. then maybe you should be think. You know, going on holiday in the first place. Exactly. That sounds, that, that sounds kind of harsh, but you know, that's, I, that's, that is the truth. Yeah, no, that is, that is absolutely dead right. Now, let's talk about the documentary. Um, sure. You, you, you cover a, a lot of people in here, including Dr. Jane Goodall. So how did the idea, obviously you've had the idea for a while, but how did you make it happen? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it was a long process. Like, we've been working on the Astros for six years from the first idea. I mean, the first idea was a meeting that was held in our office about the advancement of camera phones. You know, the, the camera phones have become such high quality digital HD cameras on every phone that maybe we could create our own documentary, a short, a documentary short, to tell our story specifically, but that was more, you know, of a corporate vanity project telling our story through creating a short documentary using the technology that's available in everyone's palms right now. Um, but that led to, well, let's, let's you know, think about it. And then we thought, I said, well, I think we need a writer let's hire a writer to kind of put the story because there's so many ideas in the direction and then that slowly escalated to i think we need to find an external director and once you get any kind of director worth their salt they want creative freedom g ventures becomes you know not the not not the, the storyline but it became a much bigger project and it was just about funding it so g ventures funded it um, we decided we wanted to do it we wanted to give it that kind of arm's length kind of creative freedom to just tell the story about tourism we found a great director who was passionate about passionate about it who had a who had you know had enough had a, a history of making great documentaries and uh it just took on a life of its own really and it expanded and grew and and it was and yeah the budgets grew <laughs> the idea grew the story grew and then people wanted to get involved like um dr jean Goodall getting involved because it's such an important meaningful message Oh, absolutely, for sure. So you've got 400 hours of footage, which mm-hmm. it doesn't sound much, but it also sounds a lot. <laughs> That's a lot of really good footage to, to edit through. And uh, how many countries did you film in? Um, 16 countries, I believe, are featured in the film. And, we, you know, and you know, there was one point where the film was almost completed where we actually reopened the film because we didn't you know, get enough of Africa. So it was a bit of a journey. Like, I'm not a filmmaker, right? I, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. So I started the adventures. And I'm, so, you know, I learned a lot along the way in terms of, you know, how we were going to, and, you know, how we were going to tell the story that wasn't, you know, a corporate story, to, you know, to promote the adventures, but at the same time, put on my, my creative hat. And so we learned along the way. And so 400 hours of footage sounds like a lot, but, you know, we also used a lot of other footage that was available to us to kind of tell the story and, you know, covered, covering all kind of areas of the world, Latin America, Africa, Asia, you know, all the places where, you know, in the developing world where people travel, where, you know, travel has the opportunity to transform lives in some of the most in these distance and poorest countries in the world. And the story, you know, the story in the movie took on a life of its own and um yeah and then COVID hit and there's all kinds of challenges and and um it turned out to be a great success well yes well i can't wait to actually see it but one of the things i think we should touch on is one of the issues you look at is the animals suffering for entertainment which mm-hmm. g adventures has been you know really pushing for years that but it doesn't mean that it's that all those people who are working really hard to save elephants but in the right way 
are not doing the right thing. So you've got uh, an elephant person in your documentary, Lex Shalert from Save Elephant <coughs> Foundation. What is the message yeah. you want to get out about animals and what's acceptable and, and what should we avoid at all costs and absolutely try and stop? Well, I think, the, as I said, as, as the kind of story grew, we looked at different things that were trying to trigger points. And you know, one of them is animal welfare. Um, you know, we wanted to, with this film, to, you know, expand the spectrum of how we define sustainability. Um, sustainability as an industry and as a business of, of travel um, is seen very many, very different ways depending on the values of the people that are doing travel, they're buying travel. And so, you know, we wanted to, and animal welfare became something that was very important because there's this, this increase in, you know, the, the need for animal protection where you know, animals, are, animals are seen as entertainment all over the world and, you know, the growth of dolphin counters on the cruise industry or elephant riding and, you know, just, just general animal shows or taking photos with drugs, lions in Cancun. These things became part of, you know, that greater message that, you know, just to show people where travel was going just before COVID, you know, I, it, it just travel wasn't in a great place. And so as COVID hit, it kind of stopped everything, caused people to rethink. So the, the film was really timely as we kind of restarted because there was this push to get travel going again and to get back to normal. And our message was very simple. Is, you know, normal wasn't so great. I mean, just before COVID, travel wasn't in such a great place. So maybe we should use this hibernation period that was forced upon us with COVID to rethink how travel can be different, how we can do it better. Yeah, that's for sure. So where can people watch the documentary? And it's out tomorrow, as we've said. So, yeah, tell us where you can, where they can watch it. Well, the, the documentary is streaming as of tomorrow on um, Apple iTunes, Google, Microsoft, Amazon Prime in Australia. So all the, the basic, uh, the usual kind of streaming channels it's available for. To start at, at the launch, there's no, you know, it's, it's actually been launched uh, in North America, Canada and the U.S., some time ago so it took us a while to get all the everything we needed to get it organized here but it's going straight to streaming as of tomorrow and available on all those channels well there's also a website thelasttourismfilm.com which people should check out so look thank you so much bruce you are an absolute hero to everybody in the travel industry so thank, thank you. you thank you Helen. thanks for having me Bruce Poontip of adventure travel firm G Adventures was speaking with Helen Hayes